Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode five of the Hook and Ladder podcast. I'm Justin Santi. With me, as always, my co-host, Colin O'Donnell. Colin, what's shaking, brother? Well, Not much. We're excited for this uh, the slate. I think probably the best one yet. Best one yet. And I was already looking ahead to next week's, and it's uh, next week's pretty pretty sexy as well. Um, this past week, how'd you do? You finally got it. It was a good week. I think it was a good week in general for the podcast. I want to say this was our leans were hitting, our locks hit, except for Oklahoma. Yeah, the lock unity, Dad. Now we're back to two and two. Can. Uh, we can't really hype that up as much anymore, <laughs> you know. We'll, we'll, we'll be back though. I'm sure we'll have. We may have some this week. I don't know. Colin and I try to um, avoid talking about our our locks before coming onto the show, so that we can really dive in deep on them and, and come up with the um, the best unbiased analysis that we can. All right, let's get into last week. Um, Kyle, you want to start? You had a really really strong week, so okay, you, so you won the week. So why don't you take off? Well, I think we both we tied. We both I went guess. two and one, but you faded one of my locks, which we'll talk about. Sure, you know, we can talk about it. Um, but so uh, start off, we got Houston Baptist money line against Eastern Kentucky. I was watching that game on ESPN three. Uh, Zappy Zappy's unreal. Houston Baptist runs the air raid. That guy is good. I think he's going to somebody in the NFL is going to take a flyer on him. He is really good. I mean. That was just kind of like a principal play. You get the better QB, getting plus value. They were up 24-7 at half, and they almost choked. And the Houston uh, Houston Baptists had the ball with the – or Eastern Kentucky had the ball down by seven, and they scored. But then the extra point was blocked and returned for two, which put them up three. And Santip was texting me about how good of a pick it is while I was I sitting there. Good pick it was. I was sweating as he's texting me, trying to jinx me. I knew what was going. Really I knew what was good with that. And so Zappy was like, "Yeah, I was, I was, I was sweating, man. That was, that was, that was a sweat. I'm fortunate sweat because they were 24 seven. Their defense is pretty bad, but still, I trust Zappy. I like that pick. Um, then we had Georgia. I got him at six and a half early. Then there was the DraftKings promo. Mm-hmm. There were another that was five units for me, so that was a big bet. But you felt confident. I'm seven, was I'm seven and a half. All they had to do was get score three touchdowns, and it was like the another unit for you, right? Essentially, right? If if Georgia scored three, yeah, touchdowns, yeah, 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 it was yeah, just like a one unit bet. Yeah, which they did. Yeah. I mean, I think the stat on Auburn now against Georgia, I think they've scored like seven, seven, ten, like. I, I'm pretty sure they haven't scored over 10 against Georgia in like six or seven years now. Oh, really? I wish I'd known that before I uh, pulled the trigger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, that was kind of just like looking at it. Georgia was – people weren't as high on them after the Arkansas game. We see Arkansas has obviously improved after their win. Maybe. Maybe. I might be fading them. We'll see. We'll yeah. Um, and then also just Auburn's offensive line – and defensive line, you can see the difference now. Like, Georgia's rebuilding on the offensive line, and they ran down Auburn's throat all game, and their defensive line was dominant. That The whole, the whole defense was dominant. Stetson Bennett kind of just drove the bus to a win. I mean, that was never really in doubt. Also, that game was packed. Yeah, I know. That's hilarious. <laughs> that game was packed. COVID doesn't, doesn't uh, exist. I mean, you now. see Florida now? Full capacity? Full capacity. Well, Can't believe that. <laughs> Let's have some fun. 
college football season. COVID don't exist. No, not, definitely doesn't in the SEC. It's <laughs> not during the fall. All right. Um, and you also had Oklahoma. Yeah. I, we'll, 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 we'll you go through yours, and then we'll, we'll, we'll jointly discuss the Oklahoma sure. debacle. So, so I think the locks I – I ended up being on seven games, but I think the locks I gave the the pod, um, Coastal Carolina plus three and a half, that was easy. Uh, they destroyed Arkansas State. Um, Coastal Carolina is the real deal. They have a superstar freshman quarterback who runs the ball, throws the ball, um, and Coastal Carolina won the game by like three or four touchdowns. It was really, really wasn't close. Um, Fade Kansas worked very well. They suck. They're the worst college football team of all time. I feel kind of bad for Les, Les Miles. Um, Got COVID now. Does he? Yeah. He, he's, he may be at risk. He's, he's an old dude, isn't he? I think he's like 60-something. I don't know, man. He, he, he's got money. He won a, he won a, cha- he won a championship. He's, he could get some pretty good uh, treatment. Yeah. Well, he may, be, uh, he may enjoy being out um, because so they got this week? Coach this ter- they're on a bye this week. No. If they weren't on a bye, I'd be fading him again. I promise you that. Um, Oklahoma State's really good defensively. Kansas couldn't move the ball. They couldn't stop the run, and it just uh, – Kansas sucks. And that bet was not about Oklahoma State being any good, even though I think Oklahoma State's fine. It was just about Kansas being maybe the worst college – maybe the worst team in college football. Like, they really may be. Not just Power 5. Like, they're terrible. Could be. Um, I mean, Middle Tennessee State, though. Uh, I think Middle Tennessee State – I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe we won't. I don't know. I think Kansas isn't going to win a game, though. Middle Tennessee State might not either. They won – they won. They beat uh, – Fucking garbage team last week. No, they didn't. Western oh, no, they, they, they barely lost to us. Yeah, Western Kentucky beat Middle Tennessee State. Hope I beat some foreshadowing about Western, Western Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> I like Western Kentucky. Um, I don't. I know you don't. And then we both had Oklahoma minus seven and Iowa State. We thought it was we thought it was a soft line. Um, and honestly, like Oklahoma should have – Won the game going away. Spencer Rattler is a problem. He turns the ball over a ton. He's a freshman. And the Oklahoma defense is atrocious. I mean, we knew that. We knew that going in. I think just the kind of general consensus on this was that Oklahoma's Kansas State loss wasn't as bad as it looked on paper. Iowa State is all right, but they're not great. And then also just like you kind of think that Lincoln Riley wouldn't lose two games in a row in the Big 12 Obviously, I think we, I think we overrated because I think, I think the thing is that Oklahoma in the past has QBs that allows them to not lose two games in a row, and now they have a freshman QB who's going to throw picks and make freshman mistakes, even though he's pretty good. But he's good, but he's not, he's not clutch. He, he's not, he's good, but he's not Kyler Murray. He's not Jalen Hurts. Yeah. He is not Baker Mayfield. No. He's Spencer Rattler, and he is a true freshman. He he may be better in the future for sure, but right now it's uh, and I mean also you look at the receiving core. There's no Hollywood Brown. Yep. They they don't have they don't have a game breaker. No CD Lamb. Yeah. I think they're high on Charleston Rambo, but yeah, is <clears throat> right. I I just also Iowa State in the first game against uh, Louisiana. Yeah, they were missing their star uh, tight end Charlie. Kohler. I don't know if we mentioned that. We didn't. But they're now two and zero with him back. I mean, he's Curtis pretty good. He's 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 a he's a contender for the tight end of the year award. So I mean, I, I think that's these are mentioned. Uh, those black uniforms Iowa State wearing, yep. they're wearing. They're now four and zero. Are they? They have never lost in those. Hmm. 
Interesting. And, I mean, Ames, Iowa, another place, did not look like there was much COVID out there. No, no, no. They, they, social distancing, not a thing. Yeah, they were they were packing those stands. Yep. And it worked. They got a win. Uh, and Brees Hall, I think that's his name. Um, Running back? Yeah. He's he, good. He was a beast. He's good, day. yeah. Um, and he's averaging six yards per carry this season. Uh, I think the takeaway, though, for me at least, watching that game, it was in Iowa State's pretty good. It was Oklahoma's really not good. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think – it's going to be interesting now, though, because now you lost two games. You're out of the playoff picture. Now Lincoln Riley's going to gonna pull out some stops, you know? Yeah. See how good of a coach he is. We'll see. Interesting um, game this week. It is. Were there any other games that you wanted to, to touch on? I think we should probably go on a couple more. Um, Texas TCU? You want to start with that yeah, one? Yeah, we'll start with that one. What do you um, think? Texas you, sucks also. So. You, you you were on Texas there. I was. I was waiting. I said on the pod that I think I'd be on Texas if the number got down to 10, and it did. Um, there was a reason. <laughs> there was a reason. Um, however, I, the last time Texas played TCU in Texas, Texas had won by two touchdowns, and I just I believed in the Texas offense's ability to score, and I did not believe in TCU's ability to score. Um, however, Texas couldn't stop Anything? Um, I shocker. Think, I think, uh, I think that's almost like six or seven for TCU versus Texas now. Like ATS? Or just – I think win. Maybe yeah. five or seven. I don't know. I don't know. Let me, I'm going to pull it up. But, yeah, Gary Patterson does not like Texas. and well, Texas doesn't like Gary Patterson. Patterson yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. Interesting. Let me pull this up. Yeah, um, also the TCU, Max Dugan, right? Is that how you pronounce it? He's good. He is good. What, is, what year is he? I think he's a senior. Um, but he killed Texas. Yeah, and also – sophomore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. I thought he was a true freshman last year. Yeah, um, he's a sophomore. But, he killed Texas on the, on the ground, not even through the air. I mean, it was – All right, so one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, six of seven. Six of the last seven TCU has one versus Texas. Jeez. And Texas, I think Texas. I overrated them for sure. But yeah, I think I think calendar. interesting to note on this at least is Max Dugan against Iowa State, mm-hmm. which I think probably played a little bit in the loss to Iowa State beforehand. Mm-hmm. Played a little bit into this play for you. He didn't start until the second half, right? And in the second half, he went sixteen for nineteen with two forty-one yards and three touchdowns. Right. He. I. I so, believe. I, I believed he was good. It, for me, it wasn't about PCU's ability on offense. It was about. Okay, Iowa State just scored 37 points on TCU. Texas is at home. I believe in Texas on offense. Like, and I just figured they'd find a way to score yeah. 40 points and just outscore them. Um, yeah. Didn't happen, clearly. No, yeah. Gary Pett, he's a defensive-minded coach. That's that's their bread and butter. Tom Herman's an offensive-minded coach, and that was supposed to be their bread and butter. But you know what? You're not going to win games when your quarterback can't complete more than 50% of your passes. That wasn't on him, though. And the defense. You, it, 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 I don't think they were, were drop passes. I don't think – I don't think you can pin this loss on Santa. I'm not pinning the loss on him, but he that's that certainly didn't help. You think uh Herman Seat getting a little warm? Yeah, it is hot. It's You've been seeing the you hot. see did you see what Urban Meyer said about Texas? No, what did he say? He had this whole like big like rant on uh big noon kickoff mm-hmm. about how the problem with Texas is they get recruits in, but they don't develop it. And he just like kind of went off about how like you need to develop and until you start seeing Texas players in the NFL. They're going to have, keep having this problem because they can't develop. Kind of sounds like he's angling at a job. Well, that's interesting because, you know, Herman is part of the Urban Meyer tree. Sounded it was, it was uh, everybody on, on Reddit and, uh, like, Twitter and stuff were all kind of, like, 
Urban Meyer back back on the market. I don't think it's been so. been a couple of years now. Right? Yeah, this is about the this time is about the time where where his like heart problem or whatever start to die down, and he Urban heads to another blue blood. Yeah, and he wins, and, and then he, he and then he gets bored and he leaves. Yeah. It's kind of I was I saw some man. Ohio State fan like explaining it. Yeah. it made a lot of sense to me. Is Urban Meyer, I guess, I apparently this is a big thing in soccer too, like with like top coaches over in Europe. Okay, is like he likes to bring a team up and then win, but then once they're winning, like he's not like a, he doesn't really enjoy the grind that much. It's like Interesting. it's like the winning. It's like bringing a team that can't that get all won. the pieces, or the, all the pieces together, and then bringing the pieces together and then winning, and then it's like. Then they go like I don't know. In college, it's kind of interesting because there's a lot of grinders, so you don't really think about that. Like Saban is a grinder, like Dabo is a grinder. Yeah, like those guys keep grinding even after they want it. But like for yeah. Urban Meyer, at least in the past, too, it kind of seems like he wants to get them there, win, and then like then it's not like winning's not as fun once you've already done it. I guess clearly. Um, so I, I, I mean, and now and now he's got an opportunity I, with a with a blue blood with he could win again with. Okay, I see what you're saying, Colin. Now the only thing that I'm going to challenge on that, and obviously there's going to be rumors now about this throughout the season and into the off season, especially if Texas doesn't win, is Tom Herman is Urban's boy. Before Tom Herman was the offense was the head coach at Houston. At Houston, he was the offense coordinator for Ohio State. Like he's Urban's boy. Urban Chris Ash is Urban's boy. Yeah, but that's Ur- Urban's like. Urban doesn't care. I think Urban does. I th- I think I, that that rant kind of made it, it just it just kind of sounded like angling a little bit, you know. I guess we'll see. Like, when, did you listen to um, what's Van Gundy calling the Sixers Celtics games? It was oh, like yeah. the, he he wanted the job. The, the, the Sixers yeah. were about to get swept, and he's out there like yes. he's campaigning. He was actively campaigning yeah, while that, calling the game. That that I believed in that. Um, that, that, that was it. Was just like. He's like, ah, oh, I believe you could go give it to Embiid down low and pound it down low. I was like, yeah, all right. This guy's just saying exactly what Sixers fans want to hear. Um, I am surprised that Texas was not very good offensively. I'm not surprised defensively. And you know what? They're un- they're undisciplined too. Like they are undisciplined. Like what is it? 12, 12 penalties. Um, yeah, ninety-two yards. I mean, TCU had one hundred and one penalties. Yeah, but Texas is undisciplined. Yeah. Total yards four fifty eight to three eighty eight. I mean twenty five first downs to sixteen. Yeah. It was TC won. TC won the game. Yeah, yeah they were the better team. They were. Um, yeah, but I just in the Dugan thing, I think TCU might just be like a pretty good team. They may be. I think, I think they, they could have beaten Iowa State if Dugan started that entire game. But uh, I don't doubt that. Um, but I, I mean, this is look. It's the beginning of the college football season. It's still week six now. Still getting a feel on teams. Are. And now, now you kind of look at Texas and Oklahoma. They're two teams where. You have to adjust. You you thought that they were going to be in a certain class at the beginning of the season, and they're not in that class. You adjust. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird when the Big Ten and the Pac twelve start coming back because you know like you have you've started to get a feel on what the good teams are, and that's gonna throw a whole wrench in it when they start. Um, when Rutgers goes on the road and beats Michigan, Michigan State, State, like is Rutgers a good team? You want to pick another game, Kyle? Yeah, we should probably go over NC State Pitt. Sure, I didn't get a chance to watch. So I just caught the highlights and I'm looking a little bit at the box score right now. So Pitt had 503 total yards to 398 from NC State, but NC State had the advantage in uh, 
first downs, they had more sacks. Neither team had a turnover, and Pitt had a lot of penalties. The interesting thing I want kind of want to take away from this is I think NC State might just be pretty good. Uh, Devin Leary, the QB, yep, Jersey guy, he took over halfway through the game against Virginia Tech, and they instantly looked a lot better on offense. Okay. I think they scored they scored 24 points in that game, and I want to say about like 17 of them were with Leary as QB. And, yeah, so like I think moving to that kind of put them – like made NC State a lot better, and that showed against Pitt. I mean, Pitt scored at the end of this game with like a minute, like fifty left, and then NC State went down and scored a touchdown to win the game. Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know what more to take away from this besides like NC State might be pretty good, and Pitt is still fucking Pitt. You know, Pitt's still Pitt. I don't think I wouldn't downgrade Pitt much. I wouldn't either. I think they're gonna like they're the still defense, they're still Pitt. They're like, I mean, you, you, you kind of get, like, the feeling that their offense isn't going to fully come together now. Like, you were kind of holding out hope, but now you know it's still going to be pit. Defense is still going to be good. I guess what you said about a secondary is uh, pretty decent. I mean, like, 336 yards through the air for NC State. Secondary is not, not, nothing to write yeah. about. The, I mean, they're still only – they only have one sack. That's kind of interesting. I guess they're just getting it out quick. But, yeah, I think NC State's pretty solid. It could be. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, um, Dave Doran. Yeah, he's a good He's a good head coach. He's I think I was, doubt, I was doubting him early on. I mean, after last last season was pretty pathetic. So. Alabama destroyed Texas A&M. Um, I don't think there's anything surprising about that. Alabama's elite offensively. Texas A&M is what they are every year. They're Kellen yeah. Mond, and Kellen Mond is not as good as anybody no. thinks he is. Kellen Mond is it, – it, is kind of uh, I don't want to do Ian Book like this, but they're kinda of, they're kinda of similar. I think Ian Book's better, but Book is definitely a better quarterback than Kellamont. But yeah, it's just kinda of like it, it's 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 more in the fact that every year you kinda of looking for them to take that step. Yeah. And every year it proves out that Kellamont is still Kellamont. Well you look at Kellamont and you look at the, the type of quarterback that has had a ton of success in college football, right? Good, accurate arm, able to make plays with his legs. Um, and that's the type, type of player Kellen Mond is. He just hasn't put it all together. Yeah. Um, um, it, something I want to note is the total yards and first downs. Texas A&M actually had more first downs than Alabama. They had 450 total yards to Alabama's 544. So Texas A&M actually moved the ball pretty well on Alabama. They just couldn't get it in the end zone. And Alabama just has more playmakers than Texas A&M. Alabama, it was a big play parade. Yeah, um, Alabama. Mac Jones would drop back and he'd fire it downfield to like Jalen Waddle, and that was Jimbo's. Uh, Jimbo seat getting a little warm. I don't think so. Um, he hasn't done anything. And they didn't pull out the fucking Brinks truck for him. Um, yes, he hasn't done anything. But also, what is this year three? He's, you know, he. I mean, you bring out the you you pay somebody that much money, you kind of expecting. Sure, but what did he sign? Like a ten-year contract? You're not. Gonna, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, the Texas career. A&M's got oil money, though, right? Yeah, I, oil. I, I, you know that Chappelle skit? Oil. Did you cook it? I don't know that Chappelle <laughs> skit. Um, Black Bush plays. Um, A&M. 
I think they'll I think they'll be all right. I don't think Jimbo's seat is hot. I think uh, I think it's a little warm. I think it's a little warm. He won't get fired after this. No, 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 no. Unless no, no. They, 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 he, it's like almost impossible for him to get fired. But I think you're gonna start hearing rumors, rumors, just like how Herman's seat got a little warm last year, and now it's almost hot. Uh, I guess we'll see. I mean, similar. Any other game you want you want to talk about? Um. Oh, you. Didn't you pick SMU, or you did you say? I thought about it, but I just I never touched on it. I never I, I I was too caught up trying to get the right number, and I never played it. Um, I almost played SMU early in the week at plus three. It moved all the way to SMU like minus three, or something like that. So it was two and a half, so still covered. But yeah, um, and I just I I after losing five points of value, I didn't feel like it was worth it. So Sonny Dykes is building something. He is. He is got a really good QB coming in too. Does he? Yes, like a, a top recruit, five star or something. I think he's the only five star going to G five right now. Okay, um, good win for SMU. Okay. Yeah, good win. Memphis is still pretty good. Uh, Arkansas, Mississippi State. Mm, I don't really know what to read into that. I don't. I this. I I should have played this, man. I called this on the podcast. This is a Mike Leach game. You come off of a big win and you fucking disappoint. That's that's why Mike Leach hasn't gotten a. SEC job or like a top tier job until now is because of games like this. This is classic. You see this in Washington State. They lose to fucking Eastern Washington every other year, and then they beat USC or Oregon. They can't beat Washington because Mike Leach doesn't beat his rivals. But uh, yeah, I mean, they outgained him 400 to 275. They had four turnovers versus two, which is tough. I mean, Arkansas's defense is pretty good. I don't really think Arkansas is all that good. I think this is kind of just a Mike Leach. And K.J. Costello didn't look great. Kind of looked like the guy that Stanford was like, all right, transfer. We've got somebody better than you. Yeah. Um, I think I think the I think running back didn't get – Highland could... Hill or something didn't, didn't play much. He was a stud against LSU. I, I, I don't know. Um, I didn't I didn't get a chance to watch the game at all, but I'm not I'm not sold on Arkansas. No, I mean like Mississippi State turned the ball over a bunch and yeah, Arkansas just took advantage at the right time. And Mississippi State just isn't as good as people think. Either. I don't. That's what I, I think. I no. I just think it's the Mike Leach experience. I think that is the Mike Leach experience, which is makes me hesitant to take Kentucky this week, even though I want come to out and have a monster. Yeah. Um, UCF lost to Tulsa. Good luck for Oklahoma State. Yeah. Tulsa has UCF's number. I think that's like Is it really four like, in a row? What? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me, I'm, I'm looking it up. You're looking it up? Yeah. Um UCF and Tulsa's nine and three all time against UCF. Yeah, I think is it four in a row right now? Let's see. Um it is Four in a row, 2015, 2016, they didn't play in 2017 or 2018, and then 2019, 2020. Four in a row, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of the last nine. Wish I knew that stat before this game. Tulsa I would have I would have fucking taken Tulsa plus 20 and a half. Holy yeah. shit. Um, yeah, Dylan Gabriel, 28 for 51. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really get to watch this, happens this to game. Sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, yeah, they lost to Tulsa last year. But, uh, yeah, I didn't get to watch this game. Uh, I don't really know that much. T- I didn't even see the highlights. Just looking at the box score, Dylan Gabriel didn't look great. 
The total yards were pretty similar, three turnovers to three turnovers. UCF highly penalized, 18 for 124. That's tough. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Tulsa, Tulsa has UCF's number. Not great look for UCF. Not great look for the American. It and just hurts their chance it to just hurts. in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, they weren't going to make the playoff, but it hurts. And I guess what else can we take away from this? So one more thing I want to say. I don't know. Tulsa is decent. Helps out. Oh, I was going to say you kind of got a little read on this that UCF might not be as good after the Georgia Tech lost to Syracuse. I think that was kind of just like yeah. – because they kind of struggled a little bit with Georgia Tech for a while there. Yep. So kind of give you a little inkling that this might not be as good of a team as people expect. But, yeah. Clemson and, only beats Syracuse. Uh, Clemson only beats Virginia 41-23. to 23. Yeah. Uh, Man, I, I could if I if I was placing bets, I could have I could have had a really good week. I still had a good week, but that was because I I just had all my money into uh, Georgia, mm-hmm. so like I didn't have much money to spread around. And once that hit, I was pretty happy with my unit performance. But this week now now the the account is is padded a little bit. We should be spraying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I I I told you on the pod I liked. Uh, uh, did I say it on the pod? I didn't catch it. You catch me afterwards. But. Yeah, because I was looking at this game, and 28 and a half just seemed like too much mm-hmm. for a UVA team in the fifth year with Bronco Mendenhall. As we talked about, they've got their players in. Bronco Mendenhall is a good coach. He's a good defensive coach. I mean, the total yards, 466 to 417. Virginia had some chances in this. Like, their, their QB, Brennan Armstrong, um, he's like – this is for he's a sophomore. This is his first year. I think he's a redshirt sophomore. I don't know. Yeah, but this is his first year starting. Like he's he's a good runner. He's strong, but he's he's not that accurate. You, he doesn't. He's, it's going to take a little bit for him to develop. I think in a couple years he could be really good for Virginia. Their defense is still pretty solid. They got some big receivers on the outside. They did. There's one guy who's like six. Seven. They were like mossing. The, the Clemson uh, DBs. Do you take anything? Do you think Clemson is a little worse than you expected? I, I, I thought Virginia. I thought Virginia was a pretty decent team after watching the highlights against Duke, and then I watching this. I think Virginia is just a pretty decent team. I think there are some issues with Clemson. Uh, they're missing their entire O line. Yep. is a little bit of issue. Like there were three sacks. Virginia had three sacks, and to get three sacks against uh, Trevor Lawrence. Has to mean they had a couple more hurries than that. Yeah, Virginia had two turnovers, which hurt, but they had they had more first downs and they only had fifty less yards. Like this game was pretty close. I don't know. I mean, Trevor Lawrence is still Trevor Lawrence, and Travis Etienne should be in the fucking NFL. He is really good. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, this week is going to be very interesting, and we will touch on that shortly. Um, I think that covers. I agree. I think that covers it. Uh, but another good week for the pod. We went, I guess, four, four and two, two on our picks, but really four and one. I mean, because of our consensus. Yeah, pick. yeah. Um, so if you if you just picked everything that we picked, you would have. Yeah, but they, we, 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 we were kind of hyping up the consensus. We they probably put two units on that. You know, Kent's consensus for 66%. Well, still, well now it's 50%. <laughs> Let's, we'll, we'll try to get it back this week if we have a consensus play. I think we, I think we do, um, but we'll, we'll find out. All right, let's move on to this week's slate. We're just going to go top to bottom. 
uh, talk through the games, and if we have a play, we'll say we've got a play, and we'll uh, we'll roll on to it. So, um, first game on the board, UNC minus three and a half at home against Virginia Tech. Colin, your thoughts on this game? Uh, I really like Virginia Tech here. Okay, I'm not going to lock it up because the COVID. That just like what's going on in Virginia Tech is really hard to follow right now. I don't know who's going to be out. I know they've had a lot of people out yep. the last couple games. Yep. But, I mean, I think I might end up just placing this tomorrow. Okay. I, I just – UNC has done nothing that really impresses me that much. I, and for Virginia Tech, they've won both of their games without their starting QB, Hedden and Hooker. Mm-hmm. They're running back. Khalil Herbert, the transfer from Kansas, has been absolutely going off. Yep, 200 yards last week. This team is really good, and they should be getting some more people back. I just don't know who's going to be out. I haven't been able to find too much information on it. They're not going to they, – they don't – they tend not to say anything until the beginning of the game. Yeah, so this, this, it makes it really tough to bet on. If you're going to bet it, I would say Virginia Tech – I might, I might just throw this into a parlay tomorrow just so I have a little bit of money on it because I like Virginia Tech. Money line seems seems like a good bet to me. Why do you like Virginia Tech? Just their performance in the first two games with so many people out, I think, has been impressive. I think they returned almost everybody. UNC, as we said earlier, fade UNC early. I don't think UNC is that good. Uh, Howell is decent. They just had a physical game against – uh, Boston, Boston College. College, and now they go to another physical front in Virginia Tech. So just makes a lot of sense for Virginia Tech here. I like UNC. You going to place it? I may. Um, I like UNC minus three. I think they're, for whatever reason, I think there's some overhype on Virginia Tech. Um, what the fuck has Virginia Tech done? I mean, they beat Duke, right? They beat NC State. With nobody, that's why. That's why. That, that's where the I hype is coming from. I don't think from. it's really nobody. I mean, they had pretty much their entire offensive line. They had obviously their starting running back. Um, they did not have their starting quarterback. They didn't. They okay. missed. They were missing. I think their entire like secondary. They missed people on D. That's fine. Um, but Virginia Tech's strength right now has been the run game, and UNC is third in the country, it's, something like that, in rush yeah. yards per game allowed per game. I like. I like North Carolina. I think Mac Brown's going to have them ready to go. This is their first real big game. I mean, what they do? They destroyed Syracuse by running away from them in the fourth quarter. Um, they beat Boston College, who may be pretty good. I mean, that they game, did you, you, I guess we didn't touch on that. That game was pretty close, and Boston College scored, and they went for two to tie the game. It was a, ended up being a pick six, mm-hmm. so they lose by – Pick two. Yeah, pick two, so they lose by six. Um, lost by four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they lost by four. 26-22, yeah, yeah. They lost by four. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. USC hasn't shown me anything. Um, I think they're going to play well. I, I, I don't. It's not an official pick for me, but I definitely lean Tar Heels. Um, Oklahoma minus two and a half, minus two. Some spots. Oh yeah, against minus Texas. Two? Yeah, I'm yeah. seeing minus two, minus two and a half uh, at home, or not really at home against, but they're on a neutral side against Texas. Um, it's hard to really get a feel for this game. Both teams have been underwhelming. Really tough game. Uh, they, I think I might be end up placing on both of these games just for like for shits. shits. Yeah, you know, like why two two good so games? What would you? What would two you good win? games at noon? So I originally leaned 
Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And then I lean Texas. And now I'm back to Oklahoma, and I really have no idea. This is this is going to be a fucking shit show. Um, neither of these teams are very good. Oklahoma's defense can't stop anybody. I was so when I was first like trying to handicap this game, I'm looking at the past games, right? And so Oklahoma lost on the road to a team Iowa State, which beat uh, TCU, mm-hmm. and Texas lost at home to TCU. So that's like a Okay, that's a factor there. But then you also have to remember that when TCU fit, played Iowa State, they were without Max Dugan for the entire first half, it's which true. is another factor. Um, this is you kind of like lean here is like okay, like is Lincoln Riley really going to lose three in a row? Lincoln Riley's now they're not going to be tight; they're going to be pulling out the stops, losing the last two. This is a desperation game, but it's also a desperation game for Texas. And you have yep. Sam Ellinger, who's a better QB than fucking Rattler. Maybe. For right now, I would say yes. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm, I think this is going to be a last-second decision. I really have no idea which way to lean. Me neither. I wonder if um, – But, like, I kind of want to have money on the Red River rivalry. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I have no feel. It's tough. This, seen, is, I, this, is, a tough this is a tough game. This is a tough game. To me, they're very similar. Underwhelming defensively, can both go score points in a hurry on offense? I mean, it, it could just be a like. I wonder what the total is. You know, you have it there. Yeah, I can pull it up. Um, seventy-two and a half. Seventy-two and a half. The over may be in play. Is seventy-two really that big a number? Seventy-two is a pretty big number. Anything, anything seventies is is pretty huge. But I, I decided after that Syracuse Georgia Tech game, I've decided to stop betting. Totals? Totals. Because fuck totals. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how the game's going to go. Virginia minus 7.5 at home against NC State. Um, if you are really an NC State stand like you may be, Kyle, is NC State getting a touchdown at Virginia worth it to you or no? No. Why no, not? I'm not going to be on this game. I Because both these teams I think are pretty good. I think this game will be, end up being pretty close. I just opened at 9.5, down to 7.5 seven now. Seven and, if it's pretty close, 7.5 may be worth it. Yeah, I just minute. don't like – Virginia's a good team. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess now that they have Leary, maybe you could take NC State here. I think Virginia stinks. I don't care that they kept it close-ish against Clemson. I think Virginia's a good team. I think they have a good defense. I think they're well built. I think – like. Although, I could Brock totally Mendenhall. see NC State winning this game. You love Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah, he's a good coach. He's all right. He's, he's a, a good, good coach. coach. He's a good coach. He's done good things every day. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Do you, do you have a no. – you lean NC State? I, I think so I probably would lean NC State. Um, I don't need to have four bets in play at the 12 o'clock hour. Yeah, but you, you don't have any strong opinions on any of these. I guess, nah, I guess you'll see. Like you'll see we'll, get to, we'll get to one I've already placed all right, coming up. Um. I can't. I can't really find. I have nothing. I have no read on Virginia or NC State. I think they're both pretty good teams. Exactly. I think they're both pretty good teams. If anything, I, I like NC State plus seven and a half. But most of the money's on NC State. Well, as it should be, I think. But I can't. I can't pull myself to pull the trigger there. Um, moving on, South Carolina thirteen and a half point favorites at at Vanderbilt. Um, Kyle, you have a play on this or no? Yeah, this is a lock. Let's I'm taking South Carolina minus 13 and a half. I uh, wish I got in earlier. I placed it this morning as I saw it get to 13. I want to get it under 14. Um, South Carolina, I think it's pretty good. I like uh, Kylan Hill. I like the offense under Bobo. I think Muschamp's a bum, but Vanderbilt is also not very good as evidenced by getting kicked on by 
pretty average LSU team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think a good LSU team. I, I think LSU's average. not that bad. I think they're pretty average. Um, how do you know? How can you say LSU's average? Uh, they, they lost. They lost to Mississippi State. That's how I can say they're average. And okay. so Vanderbilt was close with Texas A&M. I think that's more of a factor. Texas A&M not being very good. But yeah, I, I, I like. Owen, too, this is kind of like South Carolina's not overlooking this game because they need a win. Desperation mode for Muschamp, who's going to get fired by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, that, I, I like it, 13 and a half. I'd, I'd go anywhere to 14. I don't want to be catching two touchdowns because, uh, I mean, Vanderbilt could not. Will Muschamp doesn't scare you? I mean, you think Will Muschamp does scare you me. You think he can? You think South Carolina can blow a team out? Will Muschamp does scare me. Don't get me wrong. Will Muschamp is a bum. But – I, I, there's enough. There's enough that I like about South Carolina that under two touchdowns, I think because they've kept it relatively. Close. I think their offenses look good against Florida. I think their offense looked good against Tennessee. I think Florida and Tennessee are both very good teams. I think now they're getting a bad Vanderbilt team, and I think if it's under two touchdowns, I think you take it. Um, is it a look ahead spot at all for South Carolina? No, because they're two. Okay. And they play at home against Auburn next week. You don't think that's a factor? No, 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 not not when you're zero and two. If you're if you're win. if you're two and zero, maybe. But you're desperate for a win. You got Vanderbilt. This might be your only win of the season. Fucking go after him. Okay, there you go. Collins first play. South Carolina minus thirteen and a half. Moving right along, LSU minus fourteen and a half at Missouri. It's now twenty. And it's twenty and one. It, wow. So it's moved right back up to 20. What happened? Um, Missouri's QB is out. There you go. Kelly Bryant? No, Kelly Bryant. Is he not the quarterback anymore? No. <laughs> Kelly Bryant? Who's Missouri's quarterback? I fucking know. Clearly it's important if he's worth five and a half points. I mean, it's a starting QB. I think he went down against Tennessee last week, and he was supposed to play, but he got COVID or something. All right, so you should – does that change your opinion on – Five, I mean, that is a crazy move. Five and a half points? I don't know, man. I, I, I thought, I thought this, crazy move. this was a chance. This was a Missouri, like, opportunity here, I thought, going into this game. You know, they looked decent against um, Alabama, against Tennessee. Once they're – oh, what's his name? Sean Robinson. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's who it is. He barely played against Tennessee, which I think – Led to that blowout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, okay. you got an eleven o'clock game with LSU coming to town. That's that's like a Missouri spot, but okay. I don't know. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be taking this. Like, no, not without their starting QB. LSU still got talent. Yeah. You got okay. anything? No, I don't. I don't. I have nothing. Clear. I mean, clearly, I don't even know who the fuck Missouri starting quarterback <laughs> is. So I, I don't have anything on that one. I, I'm still trying to get a read on LSU. Um, right now I'm trying to keep it tight, and you, I guess this is a theme you'll see. I'm I'm betting the same teams, roughly every week, um, because I feel like that way, like the teams that I'm watching, I'm able to get more of a read an idea. Yeah. And it, honestly, it's been successful for me. I've been doing well the last few weeks, so I think keeping that strategy is is good. So so have that in mind as we move move forward with our picks, and that'll. Lead us right into our next game, and I do have a play on this one. Florida minus six and a half. I think it's down to minus six, and even minus five and a half if you're looking in the right spot. 
Really? Um, against Texas A&M. Unfortunately, where's our draft being still six and a half? Six and a half on draft yeah, five, five and a half in other places. Um, six and a half. Five and a half? Where? It was five and a half in FanDuel, but it may have just moved back up. Anyway, I have six and a half. I already played six and a half. I like six and a half. Um, do you have thoughts on Florida? I also have six and a half. We are in unity here. Let's go lock it up, baby. This is a consensus play. Consensus that? play from the podcast. You hear that? That's a lockdown. <laughs> um, yeah. I thought about this game. I see a lot of the money is coming in on Texas A&M. The Sharps are on Texas A&M. Yeah, fuck them. I think Texas A&M. Who, who, I, think, I, think, I think the, the reason for that is the Texas A&M's performance last week against Alabama because the score was not indicative of how they moved the ball. They put up a lot of yards and more first downs in Alabama. But fucking Texas A&M, man, you really are going to only give six and a half like when you're playing Florida, I get I get Florida's defense is not good. They showed that against South Carolina. They showed that against Ole Miss. I th- I think Ole Miss and South Carolina have good offenses though. Mm-hmm. I don't think Texas A&M has a good offense. Okay. And like just six and a half. Like all they have to win is to do is win by seven. I I get like I get it's on the road. Kyle Field is probably going to be hyped up. But you want to know a fact that it's going to be all over CBS tomorrow when this game is on? Let's hear it. Kyle Trask is yeah. from Texas, grew up a Texas A&M fan, and is named after Kyle Field. And he's not a Texas A&M because? They didn't offer him. There you go. That is interesting. That w- That is very interesting. It's going to be all over. That's going to be all over tomorrow. And Kyle Trask is a legit Heisman candidate right now. Very good. Kyle right. Pitts, too, is down there, the Kyle to Kyle connection. Yep. They're good. They're good. I like this team. I, I think you're getting a little value because they played Ole Miss and South Carolina relatively tight, but I think that's more just like Ole Miss and South Carolina have pretty decent offenses. And, and Florida's defense isn't great, but to win by seven, I think they win by ten. Um, and then the, there is also the concern of the look-ahead spot. Florida is home against LSU next week. LSU's not that good, but yeah, I get it. I get it. So I think that is why the sharp money is coming in a little bit on Texas A&M, and I think that's why the line is where it is. Here is what I'm going to say okay. on all of this shit, all right? Because I love Florida. Yeah, I like it. I played six and a half earlier too, so I can't change it. But. Um, and I, I don't, I don't mind six and a half. I, I'm with you. I think I probably would place it up to nine and a half. I really like Florida. <laughs> um, I thought this was a line that scared me when it opened, but I was just like, fuck it. But then you, I, I've just been thinking through it, and I, I, and I can see why. Like the fact that I can see why the line yeah, yeah, is that, what it is, and I still can. Yeah, that's exactly how I feel. Um, all right, so Florida ranks seventh in college football in pass yards per game. Texas A&M is one of the worst, worst secondaries in college football. They're allowing over 290 yards through the air um, per game, and Florida's averaging 350 yards passing. Um, obviously, Kyle Trask all over him. Um, here's an interesting stat, and this is – I think the look-ahead thing is, like, it's very real in college football. I don't think that applies to Dan Mullen and Florida, and here's why. In look-ahead spots since Dan Mullen took over two years ago, right? And I'm calling a look-ahead spot a road game versus a non-ranked team when you're playing a top-10 team the following week, okay? They're 3-0 against the spread in look-ahead spots. They played one week they were playing LSU the next week, and they won at Mississippi State. They played Georgia the next week, won and covered at Vanderbilt as a nine-point favorite. Another then another, the next year they were playing Georgia the next week, one end covered at South Carolina as a three and a half point favorite. Um, since Dan Mullen took over, Florida is six and one against the spread as a road favorite. 
Uh, and I just I don't see Texas A&M stopping them. And their secondary sucks, and Florida's been torching teams through the year. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, and I believe Jimbo, Jimbo, Jimbo's fat and happy. He got out of Florida State as they were turning into a disaster because he stopped recruiting. And now we got the fucking Brinks truck brought to him at Texas A&M. And, you know, how's it looking out for Texas A&M? He, he doesn't have that drive anymore. He needs that Urban Meyer drive. Take a couple years off, and then he got to rebuild, you know. Florida minus six and a half, consensus play. Uh, let's see if, yeah. it, if we, we can get back. Yeah, in the that, another, I guess we're not going to talk about this game because this podcast won't be out until after, but the Georgia Tech uh, Louisville, Louisville game, just the, kind of the reason, at least why I'm not going to be playing any money, is I don't know why the line is so low versus, versus this game. I know why the line is this way, and I still like Florida because Louisville would make sense, but the line is that way. It's a little suspect. Um, we don't have to go into that game. This will be out. But Syracuse one point home dog against Duke. You have anything? If anything, I mean Syracuse, but I'm not playing it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I really got no idea. This this game is Duke's kind of looked like shit after the Notre Dame so game. Syracuse. Yeah, I mean Syracuse had a Beat big Georgia win. Tech. Yeah. Fuck Georgia Tech. They suck. That was that was kind of a uh, that was kind of a desperation chant. Time for Syracuse. This is kind of desperation mode for Duke, but Syracuse is home. Um, I think Duke's D line has been a little beat up. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if they're getting healthy now, but this is take this take this as you will. This is this one guy on Notre Dame forums. He's he's always defending the offensive line. You know. Okay. He's always, he's always he's always out here. Like whenever somebody gives the offensive line shit. People don't understand. Our offensive line is good. It's been our running backs like for the last because last year like we couldn't run the ball very well. Okay. He keeps talking about he's like we hurt people this year. Duke's D line is the obvious case for anyone who saw their following game. Uh, he's like I don't know why this needs to be repeated this season so far. Kramer sent their star defensive tackle out and he's barely played the following game. And their other defensive tackle Rumpf went to the bench limping three or four times. He's kind of been making the point that this is also a Notre Dame homer, so mm-hmm. take it as you will. But he's been making the point that Notre Dame beat up Duke's defensive line, and that is why they haven't looked as good recently. Which, you know, I love to buy into because that means Notre Dame's really good, and that makes sense why Duke is 0 4. But uh, I don't know how much to take that. I just wanted to mention it. Um, Iowa State, 12 point home favorites, 12 and a half in some spots against Texas Tech. Colin, do you have any thoughts? Letdown game, maybe. I like Texas Tech a lot. Yeah, I got. I got. I'm not going to be placing anything on this. It seems like a letdown game for Iowa State. Iowa State maybe wins by seven, but I mean Texas Tech isn't very good. I, I don't know about that. This is not. This isn't one of my picks, but I mean this is a sandwich game for Iowa State, right? Who they got next? It's a lazy Saturday afternoon against Oklahoma. They uh, against Texas Tech. They beat Oklahoma last week in prime time. They play Oklahoma State next week. Yeah, um, sandwich game. That's what. That's what, uh, all the money. That, that's why the money's on Texas Tech. Uh, I, I think there's. I think the line is inflated because um, of the win. Yeah, because they beat Oklahoma in prime time. But like casually, like let's just think about Texas Tech. I mean, they took Texas to overtime, and then they should have beaten. I mean, they led Kansas State in the fourth quarter, and Kansas State just beat Oklahoma. So why is Iowa State's win over Oklahoma at home valued any? Better than Kansas State's win over Oklahoma, which was actually Wait, at Oklahoma. Did you? We didn't go over that. You bet that game, right? Oh yeah, I did. I bet K State. Was that a lock or was that a just? No, I just, I just bet it. 
So what, what did they cover? Yeah. They what won was the line? Two and a half. And what did they win by? Ten. What was, what was like, I, I didn't get any three, It was a three-point game. So Texas Tech, both quarterbacks were hurt. So both teams had their backup quarterbacks in. Oh, really? Um, yep. <clears throat> they both got hurt during the game. Uh, Texas Tech, look, both teams played well. They both moved the ball. Um, once both backup quarterbacks went in, both teams were a little conservative offensively. Um, Texas Tech went up four. Kansas State came back, scored a touchdown to go in front by three. And then Kansas State eventually took over possession by three and scored a garbage time touchdown to make it a 10-point game. But it was really it was really much closer than a 10-point game. Is Tech's uh, quarterback coming back? He's not, but I was okay with Texas Tech's back and quarterback. He looked decent. And Henry Columbia came in. They had, they had a similar pass so rating. So defense still shit? Yes. Yeah. But so was Iowa State's. Yeah. It is Brocktober, though. Is that a thing? Brocktober, yeah. He, he comes alive in October. Like, a lot of a lot of people had Iowa State last week because of the because of October. I don't know. I think Texas Tech's over averaging 500 yards a game. They run the ball well too. Yeah, and you think about it, they're probably devalued because they had to go against Zappy. You know, like how are you uh, going to stop Zappy? How are you going to stop Zappy week one? <laughs> um, I, I I don't. I'm not going to call this an official pick, but I think there's a really good chance I'm going to end up on Texas Tech, especially with 12 and a half. That's just a that's a big fucking number. It's a big number for two teams that I think are. Middle of the pack, Big 12. Iowa State's probably more towards the top than Texas Tech is. But, I mean, what has Texas Tech done that they should be a two-touchdown dog to Iowa State? That Iowa, You know what I mean? Like, what has Iowa State done that they should be a two-touchdown favorite versus what has Texas Tech done to be a two-touchdown dog? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole Big Tech- 12 is, is shit. That's that's the kind of reason. It's just a whole pile of shit everywhere. Like, you know, like, that, that's Iowa State gets blown out by Louisiana, mm-hmm. and Texas Tech almost loses to Houston Baptist. They if, both suck. If Texas Tech had, had held on and beat Texas, what do you think this line is? you think it's the same? Yeah. Really? If they lose to Kansas State the next week, I think it probably is, and the QB's out. I think it's probably around this. But, uh, yeah, I don't okay. know. All right, moving on. Georgia, Tennessee. Georgia, 12.5-point favorite over Tennessee. Um, I lean Tennessee. Do you? Why? I So it opened at 14.5. If it was yep. still 14.5, I think you play it? I play it. I might still play it. Okay. Um, big game for Tennessee. Very big game for Tennessee. I mean, I, I worry about – Georgia continuing to play Stetson Bennett. If JT Daniels comes out in this game, then Georgia covers. Okay. But I think you look at what uh, Kirby Smart has done as the head coach of Georgia, and you see he doesn't – he wants his defense to win the games, and that's evident by keeping Jake Fromm and letting Justin Fields fucking transfer away. Like, how do you let that guy out of – out of your program. Yeah. And now that he has JT Daniels, and I think he just won a big game against Auburn, Stetson Bennett, I think he goes, oh, let's keep Stetson Bennett. He can drive the bus. And driving the bus can win you games when you have a defense that good, but you will come into trouble when you face better teams. And I'm not saying Tennessee is a better team. I think, oh, man, I wish this was at 14 and a half. Just Tennessee is a very – like. Jeremy Pruitt has them going. I think they, they're they tied for the longest win streak in college football. And now they haven't beaten anybody. But okay. this is – like, it's they just have beaten who they're supposed to beat. And now this is a game, 3-30. This is show-out game. And I just don't think Georgia is a team that blows teams it's out, you know. spot for Georgia, too. They yeah. play Alabama next week. Yeah, it is a sandwich spot. And you're at home. But, I mean, like, you're just coming off of a big win at Auburn. Like, I think I, – I like Tennessee here. I – 
I might end up locking this up later. This is a showout spot for Tennessee. Yeah, it's a very big spot for Tennessee. I mean, Tennessee, like, I, what did you think of the ten when you watched Tennessee, South Carolina? Do you, like, had any takeaways? I, I thought Tennessee was really fast and really athletic. Um, but I just – I don't believe in Jeremy Pruitt as the head coach. I, I just – this line feels right to me. Like, I think, as you said, if you said gun to your head, Justin, what do you think the score is of Georgia-Tennessee? I'd probably say, like, 30-17. And, like, that's – Kind of where this is. I think it might be like that. See, I, I'm just kind of thinking it might be third twenty. Okay, maybe. You know? And then that this might this might end up I might end up blocking this up later. Uh, we'll see. We'll I see mean, how this goes. Tennessee destroyed Missouri. How good is Missouri? Well, M- Missouri was also the QB. You know, I think if I that, Tennessee still scored thirty five points. Yeah, but like that that's what worries me. It's like crazy. And then also they almost lost to South Carolina, but I think South Carolina is pretty good. This this game is let is more about Tennessee. It's like decent and. I don't. I think Georgia's getting a little overhyped right now, and this is a showout spot for Tennessee. Then it is like Tennessee is a good team and can beat teams like this. Okay, It'll be interesting. So like, I wouldn't sprinkle money line here, but I would. Uh, you like the spread? I like Tennessee the spread. to keep it tight. Yeah. All right. Maybe maybe lose by seven. We'll see. All right, moving on. Um, BYU, thirty-four and a half point favorites. Thirty-four in some places. Thirty-five in some yeah. places. Against UTSA, it's a big fucking number. Huge number. I think a lot of people are just riding the BYU train right now because BYU has covered in every game so far, and they are just blowing teams out. UTSA is not a very good team. BYU may win like fifty-two to zero this this game. Like, I don't know this, this. I don't know if I'm going to play this, but I think a lot of people will be blindly playing BYU minus thirty-five until BYU doesn't cover, and I. I think they're going to cover this week. I I kind of hope that UTSA keeps it close so that we can get a decent number on BYU at Houston next Friday night. It's going to be a good game. That would be a good game because I um, I don't know. I, I, I think I think BYU's going to fucking cover this. I might actually just bet this. I might I might I might blindly follow BYU here. They've been good. Zach Wilson twenty four for twenty six last week against Louisiana Tech. Louisiana Tech's pretty solid. Troy is pretty solid. Navy obviously sucks after getting blown out by Air Force last week. But, like, Troy and Louisiana Tech are two decent G5 teams. Yeah, BYU – and, you know, everybody's all about BYU on, on offense, but – Nobody's scoring on them, yeah. Pretty freaking awesome also. Uh, 35 is a huge number, though. It's like it's like Clemson Citadel, but, like, I feel like BYU is going to win, like, 49-0. Bill Connolly has it at 28.5. Not that he's gospel or anything like that, but just to, to give a – I think that accurately shows that there may be seven points, a full touchdown of public perception on BYU. You know what I mean? UTSA is not good. You know I agree with that. It, Like, if they can be cover that much by, like, against Troy and fucking Louisiana Tech, then – they can like what? What is UTSA? They UTSA's not terrible. I, mean, I guess they, that you UAB won. They beat yeah. Texas State. They beat Middle Tennessee. Middle Tennessee, Tennessee stocks. But they lost. Texas I mean, State. They beat without their QB, oh, and they actually beat. UTSA maybe the side here. I'm no. sorry. UAB is not bad either, and they kept that to within. Yeah, that, that, that's the one game I think. But Middle Tennessee sucks. They State won at Texas Austin. State. It's Texas State. They beat without their quarterback. That so, was the game you were on. Yeah, but they still. I understand that. But they beat Texas State and scored 51 points. I, they scored 51 points against him. Yeah, yeah. All right. I mean, Boston College was 24. I'm not going to take him. I'm not going to take him. But, I mean, I, I think saying UTSA sucks blindly is not the same thing as just saying, like, I don't think they're that good. Well, they're, they're definitely not good. 
Right, because I don't think that's going to be Are we spending too much time on this Yeah, game? we're spending with this game. This game doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Neither of us are going to place any money on it. Let's get off of this game. TCU minus 8.5 against Kansas State. Kansas State just signed their head coach to a long-term contract. And I think his, history shows that during when you sign an in-season, sign a long-term extension during the season, your team, like, sucks the next week. I think that's, like, a thing. Um, even so, happy. Yeah, exactly. Even so, I lean Kansas State. Because, like, what the fuck has TCU done that makes them better than Kansas State? Just curious. Max Dugan. So? Uh, K-State's quarterback's out also. Maybe out. And he's a good player. I think Skylar Thompson. Yes. Yeah, he's out. I think well, he, he hurt himself against Texas Tech. Uh, that, that's interesting. And then that's why this line is like that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I've got nothing on this. I, I like I like TCU. I always like to root for TCU, too, because I like Skylar Thompson's questionable. Yeah. What do you think questionable means? Does that mean 50% chance he plays, or does it 75% chance he it, plays? I have no idea. I've got no clue. Uh, but, yeah, no, I mean, TCU's good. Uh, Gary, I like Gary Patterson. I like rooting for TCU. It does seem like maybe a letdown spot, but, uh, yeah, Kansas State without Seattle Thompson, I don't know. I've got, I got no fucking clue. You got no clue. I think Kansas State is definitely – you don't think Kansas State keeps that within a touchdown? They play fucking Kansas next week. They're not worried about Kansas. I don't know, man. If they, 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 I don't know how good their backup QB is. I, they, he, he let him do a win over Texas Tech. Nah, Texas Tech. I don't know. The whole Big 12 is a pile of shit, man. It's hard, it's hard for me to follow all this shit. You know? Like, I don't give a shit about all these goddamn teams. TCU, I like. plays Oklahoma next week. Yeah. I, 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 I TCU, I think, is a good team. Um, yeah, I think Kansas State could win this game. I think TCU could win this game. I, I like. There's nothing that gives me an edge on this game. That I see. Is there a number that you would that would that I, there's you? like this is a game that I just kind of like two down. There's I I there's, I don't know enough about these teams that I can make an educated opinion that I think one way or the other. I lean Kansas State. Right. Also, I like to root for TCU, so I don't want to like bet against TCU. I don't know how good TCU is. I think Kansas State is better on defense than Texas is, right? Probably. <laughs> All right. Okay, fine. I have no idea. Okay. I'm in K-State. No, you just hate this game. Great. <laughs> Pitt minus six at Boston College. Um, interesting game. Interesting game. Interesting game. Yeah, six. see, this is the this, this is the difference is now that I am – Notre Dame is in the ACC, ACC, I look at a Pitt-Boston College game and I say interesting when I look at a K-State-TCU game and I say, what the fuck is this? You know, like these are like the same type of games. But I'm way more interested in Pitt BC. So, what do you do? You have any thoughts on it? Um, <laughs> no, I, this is tough. This is like this. I, it's tough for me to pick a correct side on this game because BC has proven to be pretty decent throughout the season. Mm-hmm. Um, they, Jeff Hathley, right, is the mm-hmm. coach. He's he's a good coach based off of these games, like. Maybe. He's had like a schematic advantage in most of these games. Uh, yeah, PC's pretty good. Is this this is home for? This is at Boston College. Home for BC. Yeah, back to back home games. Just had a tough loss. I mean, but Pitt also just had a tough loss, and Pitt's defense is good. I think BC beat Pitt last year too, which was kind of weird. It's also a Pitt look ahead spot. They play Miami next week. Yeah, but like Pitt just lost. I think you kind of lose the look ahead spot after a loss because then you you've got to focus. Uh yeah I don't know this this game seems like a toss up to me maybe it should be a pick'em so maybe take BC I don't know it's not a pick'em Pitt is better than Boston College yeah yeah 
Pitt is definitely better than Boston College. Six, I think the spread at six is a pick 'em. Yeah, is picking away by a touchdown, or is Boston College going to cover? Pitt is a better. You can't. You yeah, yeah, all yeah, 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 yeah. True, true, true. I can't. I can't get off of them after an NC State game. Oh, and so I don't know. It's like this isn't like a game that I get like a. I get a feeling for Pitt because Pitt just lost, so it's not like the Pitt is shit and loses to a bad team type of game. But it's also not Pitt playing Miami, where Pitt is really good and plays up to their competition. That's true. So I, I don't know. That's true. That's where that is the Narduzzi effect. They play up to their, they play up and down. And this is, is a, this can. is about a, almost a little bit better than, but not worse that they're playing down, but not better than them, so they're playing up. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't really. You see, they're starting to let fans in Heinz Field. Are they? Just in time for Notre Dame to visit Pitt Fuck. in a couple weeks. Just saying. Uh, that game. See, if Pitt loses this game, then we're fucked because we're going to lose to Pitt. They play Miami also. Now. Yeah, yeah. But it, if, so what happens is Pitt, if Pitt loses to BC and then gets blown up by Miami, they will beat us at Hinesville. Okay. Well, I guess we'll find out. That, that's, just the, that's just how Pitt goes, you know. Um, Auburn minus 13.5 against Arkansas. Minus 14 in some spots. Do you have anything on this one, Kyle? Um, I have a play. Yeah. So Do you hear my thoughts first? I, or yeah, you, you leave it off, and then I'll, I'll give my thoughts because I don't know. If... Okay, so it feels to me like the market is overcorrecting a little bit on to, Ar- to, to Auburn and like Arkansas. Arkansas on both like both ways because they saw Auburn look like shit against Georgia, yeah. right? They also saw Arkansas beat a Mississippi State team that everybody was salivating over week one. So between those two things, I think they're the there's a yeah. total both like on both sides. Um, I don't think the Arkansas win over Mississippi State is as convincing. And I started doing some of the, the data research yeah. that, you, that you do. Um, they forced four turnovers, but they like Arkansas forced four turnovers, but they were they, out, they a pick six. They, and they were outgained by 125 yeah. yards and gave up seven more first downs. So. Should they have really won the game, or was it a little lucky? I mean, there was also they did get a fourth and goal. Mississippi State did get a fourth and goal stop. Okay, um, on the one, so that that does, but was, like still, but that they didn't even out the pick six. Yeah, but it's still the four to two with more yards is still one hundred twenty five yeah, more yeah. yards. That's yeah. not that's not that's not like. I mean, we looked we looked at uh, Kentucky outgaining Auburn, and we said uh, Georgia. Yeah, um, that worked out. That did work for out for some too. people. Okay. Uh, the Georgia defense is clearly one of the top three defenses in the country. Probably the best. Probably the best. Um, is Auburn's offense really going to play that shitty against fucking Arkansas? Like, no. I mean, I thought Felipe Franks play another good game. Like, come on, seriously. Like, Felipe Franks. So I just think, like, you look at all these things, it's like. You get thirteen and a you're half. Thirteen too. and a half. You're getting. You're giving and, thirteen and, and a half. And points. you also. Auburn's gotta, not going to be fucking Arkansas with two touchdowns. Arkansas sucks. Also, you got to you got to remember, Gus Malzone mm-hmm. hates Arkansas. Why do you say that? He was supposed to. He wanted a job there, and they didn't give it to him. And he just hired Chad Morris away from Arkansas after he got fired. Right, another guy who hates Arkansas. I I want to pull up their. Uh, Last games because this is why I've been leaning Auburn all week and it's moved. It's kept moving yes, down. And now thirteen and a half. Fuck it. You should play it. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Um, the last few times they played each other, I'm looking for it. I want to pull up there. This. Auburn has destroyed. Yes, them that's, last four that's times. Auburn since takes Gus Malzahn has, since Gus Malzahn since Brett Bielema. Well, okay, so Gus Malzahn has been there 
one, two, three, four, five, six years, right? Year one, they won by 18 in Fayetteville. Year two, they won by 24 at Auburn. Year three, that was like the one year I think Brett Bielema had things going well yeah. for Arkansas, and Arkansas won. And I was saying that was a down year for Auburn. The next year, Auburn wins by 40, by 53 points at Arkansas. Then they win by 32. They win by 31. They win by 41. They are consistently winning by three touchdowns yeah. or more, and this is a two-touchdown spread. Is this home? It's at Auburn. What are we fucking talking I'm in, about? I'm in, I'm in. I'm locking it up. What are you talking I'm, I'm about? Lo- I'm locking it up. 13 and a half points. We got it. Arkansas has one win in four yeah, years, yeah, yeah. and now suddenly they're only two I'm touchdowns. I'm, I'm locking it up. This is my third lock. You I mean, what the hell are we – like, this line, I'm, like, looking at it. Well, what see, the that's, fuck that's are we talking that's, about? That, Fucking Gus Malzahn hates Arkansas, so he will love to run up the score. They're gonna score kill him. You won't even have to run up the and, score. And and they just lost. Yes, like they need to win. Pissed. They need a fucking. Although this is this isn't a good Auburn team. That that it's not a bad Auburn it's, team. It's, it's a seven and five Auburn team. But a seven and five Auburn team beats Arkansas by twenty one points. Yes. Arkansas is so, not. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No. I've been, I mean, I've, been, I've been I've been looking at this line all week. And it's 13 and a half. Now's it's just, the time to pull the trigger. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. Getting I'm, two touchdowns. I'm, now's the time. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Because I feel like this has this is Saturday morning bounce back up to like 14 and a half or no over it. I yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to place it right now. I have, I'm, I have, I'm already on it. Over minus 13 and a half. As soon as it got to 13 and a half, I was like, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, no. I, it's this just is like, bullshit. I'm going to kill him. What, what are we talking about here? Who the fuck is Arkansas? Felipe fucking Franks. Yeah, no. Also, it's just like Gus Malzone fucking hate Arkansas. Chad Morris is going to be pissed off, too. This is the team he just got fired from. They're going to look to run up the score here. When was the last time Arkansas, like, looked competent consecutively in SEC play? Ooh, 20% boost on a four-leg college football parlay on DraftKings. Let's go. I just placed it. Yeah, all right, so we're in, we're in unity here. This is yeah, a, it's another consensus play. We've got two consensus plays. Holy shit. Chance to really get back up to the 67%. Yeah, yeah, this, this is going to be a big uh... – I do. I love I love them both. I do. Auburn minus 13 and a half. It just feels good to me. It's like like when you – this, this feels like the UCF game in the sense that like we can look at it logically and be like, this is why the line moved and this is why it's probably wrong. Like are we – like put it this way. Let's just say Auburn loses to Georgia by seven, like by what the spread was, right? 28-21. Let's just say that's the score. And Mississippi State beats Arkansas in a close game. 14-7. Sure, by, by seven points. Let's say, that, let's say Mississippi State finds a way to win the game. There's no pick six. Mississippi State wins the game 21-14. Let's just say that. This line is not 13-and-a-half. It is 20-and-a-half. Yeah. And I'm not – this the seven-point correction because of one week, like bullshit. Georgia's the best defense in college football, and Mississippi State is Mike Leach. We know what Mike Leach is. He's yeah. a brilliant offensive mind who wins big games and then loses yeah, shit. Yeah, and then also fucking Bo Pelini, when he's when he's playing defense against fucking Mississippi State, they played man. Mm-hmm. LSU played man, and Mississippi State tore them up fucking apart. Yep. You don't play man against no. the air raid. Amen. You go to zone. Yes. That's fucking stupid. Yes, Bo Pelini is fucking stupid for that, yes. and that is why they fucking lost the game. And that's why and that's why Arkansas won the game. They played this, this they played zone. zone. They got their interceptions. I believe Arkansas is a better team. I believe, but like, how you can't just all of a sudden be good. Yeah, you know, yeah, fuck it. Moving, moving on. Um, it's another consensus play. Auburn minus thirteen and a half. All right, moving on to an interesting game. First game for Temple 
Navy plus three and a half at home against Temple. Do you have anything? I have nothing. I, I got nothing. I mean, I just like look at this game and I see yeah. Temple is like Temple has just been like consistently solid. Well, the game opened to the pick and then was quickly like yeah corrected because yeah. Navy is a bag of shit. Yeah, Navy's pretty bad. I mean, also you got to think about the Air Force game at least mm-hmm. is even though Air Force had forty players out all, out right, mm-hmm. there's constant turnover in. Military academies, yep. and then there's like not talent, like the you, so system. So like forty yeah. players is a lot for any other team, but it's not. It, it's still a lot for a uh, fucking academy, but it's not as much of a difference. Yeah. And then also, the Mountain West wasn't going to play, so Air Force has spent the entire off season preparing for this one game. So like that that like gives some like when you're only looking for one game. You're going to be way more focused on it, like that. It's uh, Navy has been having to prepare week in, week out for different teams, while Air Force has only cared about Navy because that was like going to be their only game they played. This is true, but uh, still, yeah, I don't know. Temple's a pretty good team. Yeah, I, I got, I, I have no feel. I can't, I can't lean one way. I got nothing. Uh, we South Florida. Hopefully they win. They look decent against uh, Cincinnati, twenty-eight-seven. I have no feel either. I got, I got not, I no feel. Kind of hyped that they're favorites though. Makes their name look better. I think they should cover that too, for what it's worth. I mean, who's East Carolina is no good either. Money's on South Florida. Yeah, I don't know. Western Kentucky plus seven against Marshall. Anything, Cole? Uh yeah, I like Marshall. I'm think I'm gonna throw this into one of my parlays. Okay. Um, I it opened at four. It's seven now. I wish I could have got it before seven. I might buy a point. Um, but yeah, Mar- Marshall's a good team in Western Kentucky. Shit. Pretty much. That's pretty much my. Uh, I like Western Kentucky. My read on this. Uh, I, I don't think, think Western Kentucky's as bad as you think they are. Yeah, I, I I'm not gonna lock it up because I don't know enough about it, and I just locked up the Arkansas game, Auburn. So, but I was very much thinking about locking this game up. I'm probably gonna play Marshall. Um, Clemson, Miami, minus the week. fifteen against Miami. It was at minus fourteen this morning. Yeah, and then back got, minus 15. What did it open? What did it open at? Like 15. 17? I think 15. I thought it would open that. Oh. It was at like 16 before, right? 15 moved up to 16, back down to 14, and now back settling back at 15. I don't. Some I don't know. some some like big Clemson. money must have just placed a, a big bet on Clemson this I like morning. Clemson. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think Clemson has some. They have they have some weaknesses. Their offensive line is not that good. Their receivers are not. As good as they've been, but you still have Trevor Lawrence, you still have Travis Etienne, you still have fucking Brett Vanderbilt. Like, it's still Clemson. It's at home. Miami's pretty good. I don't know. I, this this game. Um, Miami's offense coordinator is a former. I wish I wish I could be watching this game, but I will not be. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I, I don't know if I'll put any money on this. I think I'll just try and throw it on a second TV or something. I like Clemson. I'm, I mean, I'm 0-3 betting Miami so far, but I just I can't really buy the hype, and I think Clemson is right oh, up there with Alabama as one of the best teams in college football. I, I, I would Honestly, if this had gotten down to 13 and a half, I would have bet it. But at 15, I, I just – Buy it? I'm not buying points. <laughs> not buying you points. love buying points. You love buying points. <laughs> I don't love buying points. You're always buying points. You are always buying points. <laughs> Gotta get the key numbers. Moving on, Notre Dame minus twenty and a half. I mean, I, I feel like we haven't spent enough time on actually on Miami Clemson. Yeah, we should definitely spend more time on it. Let's let's break it down. Um, 
That we we can't we can't be we're, we're spending we're spending hours on fucking BYU and UTSA. BYU and fucking UTSA, and we got nothing on well, Clemson here, so Miami. Here, here's what I think about Clemson. I think they're the best team in college football. I don't believe in the Miami hype. Um, the only thing that causes a little bit of concern to me is what you said. The Clemson O line is shaky. They've got they're banged up. Um, they're playing one of the best, and they're playing one of the D-lines. best teams in college yeah. football. Uh, but this game's at Clemson. If this game's at Miami, it's a different story. Clemson's so good. Cle- All right, so Clemson is really good, and this is a game they just had. They had the look ahead spot against UVA last week, which was a little shaky, and they didn't look great. But they're going to be fired up for this so game. So fired up. This is this is a massive game. How many for them. fans do you think? They've got like a decent amount. I. They, they're like memes of it because they're how they're doing is they're all sitting like horizontal or vertically, so it's just like straight up lines. Oh, they're like, can you catch COVID vertically? Like some memes about it. It's pretty funny, but uh, yeah, they'll be they'll be loud. They'll be there. Uh, Clemson hasn't man. Clemson hasn't had this good of a schedule in years. Yeah, because the ACC is better. The ACC is better, and Notre Dame's in it, and now Miami is like stepped up. Uh, Danny Enos, right? Is he the uh, He's the offensive coordinator for Miami. They look good. Uh, blew out Florida State, but how good is Florida State? They uh, UAB game, I guess they covered there, and they covered against Louisville. So there's three and This was their old offensive coordinator. Oh, who's the, the new one? Is now? It's the guy from Clemson. Brett Lashley. Brett Lashley. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of modernized the offense. Uh, Derek King is good. I, I, I've been high on Derek King all year. He, he's proved me wrong. He, he is good. His escapability helps against a team like Clemson. I don't know how good their D line is right now, but I just assume Clemson. The D line is always good. They reload with five stars, so escapability really helps against teams like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this should be a good game. I don't really have. I don't have a play on this that I would say to take. I think this is kind of a game where you have a couple beers and you enjoy risk-free after making some money early in the day. Yeah, I think Clemson is the better team. That's all I'm going to say on it. I, just I mean, Clemson, yeah, they are the better team, but I'm talking about the spread. I think Clemson's significantly better. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're, getting, you're getting decent value. If you think they're significantly better, then maybe like it should be a three-touchdown game. Because this, is this, this isn't a game where Clemson comes out and they hide stuff and they run the ball, and they win by 14, and it was never really close, but Miami was, like, decent. This isn't, like, a UVA game. This is a game where fucking Dabo Sweeney goes, this is our show out to the college football playoffs. Yes. Let's, show, let's show how good we are, and they fucking destroy them. Like, they destroyed Notre Dame in the playoffs, and, like, they destroyed Alabama in the playoffs. That's what I think. So then, then you're getting good value because then I if, that, if that's, if that's, if I that's the case, then this is 21. I don't love it at 15 because I, then I think that – because then the back door is open. That's why I like 13 and a half. Yeah, close the back door. But I do think Clemson wins the game um, going going away. So that's why I like Clemson with the, with the spread. I think you'll be convinced to place that later on. I probably will. I just – as long as I get the right number. 15 and a half is not the right number. Plus there's another 730 game that I'm <laughs> salivating over. So – um, and we'll get to that right. in a little bit. Notre Dame. So we'll minus, get to the most important seven sure. game right Notre now. Notre Dame minus twenty and a half against Florida State. I haven't played. I actually think there's a chance I'm on Notre Dame because I think Florida State is so bad. Yeah, um, this is interesting. Uh, Florida State 
switched QBs against uh, Jacksonville State last year uh, or last last game. Uh, what's that guy, new guy's name? I don't know. He's a running. He's a running QB. Uh, I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, okay. Travis, uh, Jordan Travis. Mm-hmm. He went 12 for 17, 210 yards, and a touchdown. Much, much better than the other bums, Blackman, and whatever the hell. Their offensive line is still shit. I mean, Notre Dame should get after the QB. There's interesting for Notre Dame is coming off of two week. COVID hiatus, how badly is it going to affect it? From what I've heard, it, O-linemen were not affected, which is good because that's our that's best suggestion. Um, Kyle Hamilton will be back for the game, which is nice. Um, ben Skoranek, the transfer from Northwestern, is back. Kevin Austin, who I hyped up a lot, is going to be playing in his first game. Braden Lindsay is fully healthy off of a hamstring. So this will be Dodev's first opportunity in the wide receiving core, full strength. So that should be interesting. And also, Florida State has a pretty good D-line, so it will be interesting to see how Notre Dame's offensive line performs. I think Notre Dame's going to kill him, Kyle. Yeah, you I hope think so. That? I hope so. I, I know that's what you hope, but yeah. you don't I, – I mean, I, I, don't like to, I don't like to do that with Notre Dame games. I know, but uh, – Yeah, it's just like – like, I can see – It's because I can see Notre Dame coming out slow after two weeks off and with all the COVID issues – and Florida State's going to be hyped up. You know, they found their quarterback. They just won a game finally. Maybe they score on the first possession, and then the game ends up – they end up losing by 17, and they cover. Is just like – but, like, I don't know. It, Notre Dame should be a much better team. Notre Dame is a much better yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. And – It's just like, like Florida State has talent, and they now have good coaching. Do they have talent? Yeah, they have do they? Because this is this is the same argument. They lost to Georgia. They lost to Georgia Tech. Georgia yeah. Tech sucks. Yeah. They almost lost to Jacksonville State. Yeah. No. No. They got destroyed I, by Miami. Do they, they have talent? No. Or are, 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 just are, are, talent no, 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 no. Florida State. No. 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 So they. That's my question. Like, right, I mean, take they know their name. I, I probably I, will. I, I like their name, but I'm not going to. Minus twenty and a half. Yeah. All right. No team's going to win this game by three touchdowns, okay. in my opinion. All right. So. Yeah. Here's the thing: is. We can't just keep saying Florida's in a talent. And no, 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 no. Okay, all right. All I'm going to say is also, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm playing like a head coach here. You know, we, okay. we got, we've got this team coming up. We can't overlook them. we got to – No one's telling you to overlook Yeah, them. yeah, all right. You kind of are. You're saying they suck. I'm but, saying, I'm uh, saying, I think 20 and a half. Yeah, yeah, all right. So, all I'm saying is that Florida State has 24-7 recruited talent, right? Okay, so maybe they're not that good, but they've recruited four stars, five stars – so they have talent in theory. Okay. And this is a game where – so they get blown out by Miami, right, where that's, like, supposed to be, like, a stand game. And now they switch QBs. They find a new QB. When you switch QBs, your team normally sees, like, a little juice. So they're coming after that game with a win. They've got a little bit of hype. Maybe they're feeling a little bit better about themselves. Maybe there's talent, like, that hasn't been trying because they've been blown out so much. It's like, all right, like, this is an opportunity. Let's get together. They have a good coach in Norvell. But still, I do like, like Notre Dame's a much better team than Florida State. Much better. And you want to talk about talent? Notre Dame has talent. Yeah, also, wide receiver core are going to be healthy for the first time. I'm looking forward to seeing Kevin Austin out there. Guy could be a beast. So, there you go. Um, yeah. 
I it's just there's the the line's low because of COVID issues and to be changed, I think. Okay. But yeah. I think it's low. That's my I just yeah, yeah, yeah. low. Yeah. Yeah, and so just one other thing before we switch on this is that in the Notre Dame uh, South Florida game, there was a snippet of the halftime locker room of Brian Kelly yelling at the players, saying they didn't want to be like a nice guy anymore, and he wanted to he wanted to shut out, and they end up winning fifty two to zero. They played for the shutout. That's not a thing Notre Dame typically does. That's a Clemson, Alabama type thing where they get up big and then they play for the shutout. Could be an interesting change of strategy for Notre Dame this year. Maybe they're looking to run it up, which uh, helps you with the 20 and a half because Notre Dame doesn't normally run it up. No, that that's, that is interesting. That's interesting to think about um, because you're right. Notre Dame doesn't usually run it up, but maybe because they're in the ACC this year and they're going to have a chance to play in a – they may have a chance to play in a conference title game that they want to get all the style points possible. I don't know. Maybe. I, I like Florida. I like – Notre Dame to destroy Florida State because I have seen nothing out of Florida State to make me think that they are good enough to keep this thing remotely close. Moving on to my favorite play of the week and probably my favorite play of the season so far, Ole Miss plus I, – I played it on Monday morning. Ole Miss plus 24.5, did not buy any points at home against Alabama. It's now 23.5, 23, 22.5 in some spots. Honestly, I like it through 21.5. Um I love this line. I, I fucking love it. And I think there are just so many narratives pointing to Ole Miss. I can't even, like, take it. All right. Number one, Lane Kiffin revenge game. Alabama has struggled in Oxford. The last three times they played in Oxford, they lost by six, they won by five, and then they won by 53. But I think that but the, I think that one was a little fluky because that was a really good Alabama team, and that was Ole Miss kind of at their shittiest. Um, the game was moved back to 7.30 p.m. Eastern time, which means it's a fucking night game. So – Whatever 20,000 fans are in the building, they're going to be all revved up. Um, the Ole Miss offense is nasty. Lane Kiffin's got them rolling. They're averaging 38.5 points per game, and they did that against Florida and Kentucky. It's not like they did that against our sisters of the poor. Um, they lead the SEC in first downs, total offense, pass efficiency, third in the country in pass yards per game. Alabama's defense has not been very good against the pass. We saw Texas A&M kind of destroy them through the air. Like, that's interesting to me, and it could be a look-ahead spot for Alabama. They play Georgia next week at uh, home on Saturday night. Um, Boom. Yeah, so I kind of also like Ole Miss here. Ole Miss is scoring 30 I points. Is Alabama scoring 54? Would, this would be a lock if there was no rain forecasted. I'm a little, I think that helps. I think if the, I think, I think the rain hurts Ole Miss. I think it helps Ole Miss. Plumley running all of yes. them? Yes. Yeah, see, I, I like Corral, and I like the throwing offense, and I think that – I think if you go into the trenches, Alabama's just so much bigger that they kind of blow them off the line. But still, like, if this game is being played and it doesn't look too wet, I'm probably going to place on Ole Miss. Sharp money is on Ole Miss also, which is a good sign. Mm-hmm. Well, public money is always on Alabama, so that's a good sign. I mean, Ole Miss is – Good. Their offense is really good. Their defense sucks, and Alabama's going to score a lot, which That's is okay. why the over was set at 79 and a half. That's okay. But, yeah, I mean, 24 is a big number. I, I like it. 24 is a huge number, and it basically what, they're, what that's saying, look, I think, I think Ole Miss is going to score at least 28 points. That means in order to cover, Alabama's going to have to get to 52. 
and 53, whatever. That's a lot of freaking points. Well, so what happened in the Florida game? Because I know Ole Miss put up 35, but they, 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 but they scored late, and that was they, that's how they almost covered. Right? Um, so, yeah, like, Ole Miss kept why up. wasn't Florida pulling away at one point and Ole Miss couldn't score? I don't think Ole Miss – it was ever really a point where Ole Miss couldn't score. They just had a, a turnover or so. But it was a turnover? Yeah, I, and I, I'm – because that, 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 that's the one thing that worries me a little bit. Is that's fair. The Florida game – like, Alabama's better than Florida. That's a fair. And if that's Florida fair. could pull away and cover, then Alabama could also pull away and cover. But 24 is big, and Ole Miss's offense is really good. I think I just love the – it's not – look – I love, 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 love Alabama. This I want to pull up that. Like I, I'm, you know what I mean. Like I love Alabama this year. They're not like I, yeah. I, I have a future on the Moon National Championship. This is not a play about how bad Alabama is. It's how surprisingly good Ole Miss has been so far. In addition to this being a complete look ahead spot for Alabama. Also, I mean, and just like we're not saying spot. Alabama's been bad, but I don't think Alabama's looked that great. They haven't looked great defensively, in my opinion. Yeah, and this this is a big game for their defense because Ole Miss is one of the best offenses. Let me see. So how did – I'm trying to look at this. So first and goal with a minute left, Ole Miss scored against Florida. Let me look at the stats. Uh, Ole Miss had 613 yards against Florida. Yes, one turnover. They only had one turnover. I don't know. Was there? Do you, do you remember anything from that game? That like, I, just, I remember Florida scoring every single time they had the football, and I, I think Alabama was probably going to do something very similar. But I just think there's a certain amount of. I think Lane Kiffin's going to have them hyped up. It's a home dog on a Saturday night against Alabama. Yeah. I, I just I think twenty four and a half is a lot of points. It is a lot of points. I, I like it. I like it. I've been high on Ole Miss. I think they're because Alabama, I, can, go, I, I, Alabama can go in this yeah. game fifty six to thirty five and it's still a cover. Yeah, forty nine twenty eight still a cover. Forty nine twenty five for me it's still a cover. I just I love the spot and it's an, it's a look ahead game. Plus if it's plus plus this if it is rainy and it is messy, then you expect it to be a little low scoring anyway, less scoring. I don't like the rain. Uh, Najee Harris could run all over this Ole Miss. That's fine. Ole Miss can run the ball too. John Reese Pumley is good. Like Matt Corral has shown the ability to run. Like this is not. No, I agree. I like I like Ole Miss here. I'm just the rain scares me a little bit. I think it's a really good spot too. Yeah, with the Georgia, Georgia next, and a Saturday night home dog. I just Georgia next is going to be a great game. It is. The thing is, the Alabama players may be thinking that, which is why. And this is this is Ole Miss' Super Bowl. I mean, this is their chance. They're one and one. They almost covered against Florida. They beat Kentucky. They missed missed extra point, but yes, yeah. they beat yeah, Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they must think that they this is their chance to to show the world that they're legit. And I don't think they're going to win. This is not a money line sprinkle opportunity. Alabama's going to win this game, but is Alabama going to win this game by twenty four points? Throw one buck on it. No. I don't like. Is Alabama going to win this game by twenty four points? I don't think so. I think Ole Miss can keep it tight. That's just how I feel. I feel really strongly about it. It's my favorite play. It's my favorite play of the season so far. Um, how many years? It is a one point two five unit play right now. So, favorite play of the season. Yeah. Um, one point two five. I mean, I'm not going soft. I'm not going to throw the house on it. I mean, I'm. I'm Diversified on golf too, and, <laughs> you know. 
All right, uh, Kentucky, Mississippi State. Should we, Kentucky, should we, Mississippi should we State, delve? the last one. This is the last last uh, last one to talk about tonight. Um, Kentucky minus three, minus two and a half in some spots against Mississippi State. We talked last week. We hoped Mississippi State destroyed Arkansas so that we could get value on Kentucky coming back. That did not happen. Kentucky still, even though they lost Ole Miss, they're still favored over Mississippi State. I think there's still value on Kentucky. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. Kentucky is – so if you looked at this – so did you did you catch any of the Kentucky Ole Miss game? So no. Kentucky ran all over uh, fucking Ole Miss. I think they had 400 yards on the ground. They had – there was – did you see the play of their running back breaking through and he gets by and he does the Tyreek I didn't piece. see – I didn't see right, it. So, he he breaks through the line. He's like gone, mm-hmm. and then he starts slowing down and does the Tyreek fucking celebration. Okay. The oh yeah, 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 that's right. That's yeah. right, that's right. And he gets caught from behind, and two plays later they fumble on the goal line. So okay. that's like then you take a touchdown away from Kentucky there. Yep. This and then they miss an extra point, so they should have won. That so they they should have beat Ole Miss, but then also they're like. Their whole line has been dominant. They've really run the ball really well. It's just Terry Wilson is not very good quarterback. I don't trust him throwing the ball. I feel like he's going to fumble it all the time. And their defense is not good. As we mentioned before, their defense is kind of overhyped because they had they, – last year they played a bunch of non-passing teams. And when they played a passing team, it was in the fucking rain. So the monsoon. So now they're going against real passing teams, and you're seeing that their secondary and defense is not that good. But, like, do you really think Mark Stoops in Kentucky is going to start 0-3? Um, no, I don't. I don't. And who do they have next week? I don't know. I'm looking it up. So at home, too? Kentucky plays at Tennessee. And they, they've got Tennessee and Georgia next. So this is desperation time for Kentucky. Yeah, at home. But, I mean, it, the thing that worries me is Mississippi State offense – Against uh, not great Kentucky's secondary, yeah. But I, I mean, I feel like Dude, they should run the ball down Mississippi State's throat, and then they should actually play smart and try and like protect their lead this time. So I think I'm on, I might end up on Kentucky. Um, I'm with you. I think if anything, I have a lean on Kentucky, but I just I think the numbers right, especially at minus three. I just it's like two and a half on really, Vandal. Kentucky doesn't really yeah, but you're laying a fuck ton of juice for that. Right? Minus 122? I mean, that's a ton of for two and a half. I think I would too, but that is a that is a weird – like, I mean, can, do you really trust Kentucky? Even if you like Kentucky, do you trust them to convincingly win the game? I don't know. No, because I, I don't trust I don't trust their defense, yeah. and I don't trust fucking exactly. Terry Wilson. There you go. But, so, like, it's two tough. and a half, I, I just like – just makes a lot of sense. And Kentucky, I don't trust Kentucky to go one three – I don't know. This is this is a tough game. I, I think I might end up on Kentucky, but we'll see. Should we recap? Yeah. All right. Uh, consensus plays: Florida minus six and a half at Texas A&M, and Auburn minus thirteen and a half at home against Arkansas. I also have Alabama. Uh, I also have Ole Miss plus twenty four and a half at home against Alabama. And you have Kyle. I have South Carolina minus thirteen and a half on the road against Vanderbilt. So we're all over the SEC this week. All three of us. All, all three of our players. Well, we're gonna we're gonna be on other stuff, obviously. But, but all three of our official picks are the SEC. SEC. So all. So I guess we've got two consensus plays, and we're each on one. So that's four real plays from the pod. Um, you know what? 
I really like those three. I've also leaning, I'm also leaning Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. I'm leaning Texas Tech plus 12 and a half. I'm leaning UNC minus three if I can I'm, get it. I'm leaning Virginia Tech money line. Um, so we'll see. I mean, it's it's just because I'm giving these three picks. It's not me. Like these are the three I'm most confident in. But I mean, I can't help myself. I'm a degenerate. So on Saturday morning, I'm going to be sprinkling. That's how I feel. And then I'm going to be on Louisville tonight as well. So I mean, obviously the pod's going to come out Saturday morning. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll publish it at some point. I'll publish it this evening or whatever. But it's going to be released to the masses Saturday morning. So you won't know about the Louisville, but I, I do like Louisville a lot. Yeah, it's a scary game. I don't know. It just seems it's desperation like, time for Louisville. It is, it's desperation time, but it's also just like, why? Why is that line like that? You know, I guess the home dog. There's something that I don't see, which scares me, you know? Okay. I, just, I think maybe there's something the books don't see. Yeah, yeah. I think they, well, could they not be? Could they be still overvaluing Georgia Tech? Well, I mean, they. Yeah, I mean, they could. All, it's like they've been overvaluing Florida State. So there you go. And Syracuse Texas Texas Fox by seventeen. Louisville, and and think about it. This is the other thing I want to say about this Louisville game. And I know this is kind of pointless for the pod, but whatever. Um, UCF destroyed them with big plays. That's all Louisville's offense is. It's explosive plays. Yeah. And the only teams that can, that scare me with Louisville are teams that have really strong defensive fronts, like Pitt and Miami. I don't – Georgia Tech doesn't have a strong defensive front. Like a team that will – like if Louisville can protect Cunningham and give him time, Louisville's going to march down the field. They are too good offensively. They have too – their players are too good. They're skill players. They may have the best skill players in the country. Like it's that it's, – they're that crazy athletically. 2-2 Atwell, beast. Freaking beast. I like Louisville. I'm really thinking about the we're, we're gonna be on it tonight. Cause you know what? Colin and I are hanging out tonight. Probably. We're gonna be watching the playoffs and we're gonna have a little something something on the side on the cards. Just join the party. <laughs> that's what's going that's what's going down. I'm fake, bro. I'm I'm really thinking about throwing Tennessee into my locks right now because I need to catch up to you. You wanna add one more, each each of us this week? Shall we? I'm I'm down to do that. You wanna do that? One more? Because we, we only have one going we only have one that's different. Oh, so that's why you're worried. Is is I if I'm I hitting, I'm hitting fifty four percent, Colin's hitting thirty eight percent, and uh, he wants to try to catch up. I'm yeah. seven and six. You're five and eight. Yeah. Go ahead. You want go ahead. Make Tennessee a lock. You got four. You you can you're on four. You gonna go on four? You got it, doesn't really make, it doesn't really make sense for me to do that, but like I don't really give a shit. Actually, all right. No, I'm not gonna go on Tennessee. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go with Kentucky with two and a half. Okay. All right. I'm going to add Notre Dame minus 20 and a half. Nah, fuck you. Because you're late for that game. <laughs> fucking dick. How funny is that? <laughs> you fucking dick. <laughs> now I can't root against you there. I know. And I'm going to be on Ole Miss too. I'm going to be rooting for all your picks this week. Yeah. Well, for good picks. I mean, I'm on your picks too. It's not like we're. Except for Virginia. I was, hope, I was really hoping you were going to take UNC. I probably will. Yeah, but I was hoping that was going to be a lock. No, I, I think those three SEC lines are really strong. Like I think I think I'm really like onto something with Ole Miss. I think we're I think we are totally onto something with Auburn. Yeah. Why the fuck is that line 13 and a half? Why the fuck is that? Who is Arkansas? Who the fuck is Arkansas? I'm taking my Kentucky bet. Well, you don't have you, you don't have to lock it in. Do you want to lock it in? <sighs> Wait, why don't you? Come, it's a long season. Why don't you just? 
All right, you take off your Notre Dame lock. Take off this lock. Keep it at three. All right, that's fine. All right, all right, we're back to we're back to three. We keep we keep it we keep it up. I think I'm gonna play it though. But uh, yeah. I'm probably gonna play a bunch. All right, all right. So we've got uh, another week in the books. Another week of college football. I'm pumped up. Saturday, just watching college football. Be fun. What are you gonna be doing Saturday? Watching football. All right. Sounds good. Sounds, sounds like well, you're gonna be you're gonna be here. I guess we'll be. I guess I'll be. Yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Let's, 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 yeah. Let's, let's, let's watch the football. Yeah, get the hell out of my house. My parents aren't nagging me about stuff. Yeah, I watched with Tommy last week, and all I didn't want him to do was watch fucking Alabama. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll be I'll be over here. All right, word. Then, so we, then we can then we get to good games. You know, Tommy doesn't understand. There's like value in a in a in a pit I'm gonna, I'm Boston College should I, should I, showdown. Should I should I bring like a a laptop and set up? Multiple TVs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna bring my. I'm gonna have my laptop down here too. Right. Oh, and I have the TV upstairs. I can bring down. I also have. I also have a TV that. I, yeah. Because mm. I when I had my buddies over from Rutgers last Sunday, we set it up outside. Yeah, we. I have one that we yeah, can yeah, set yeah. up outside too. You bring that over. We got two TVs up set up outside. <laughs> Things supposed to be nice. That could be fun. Yeah. Drink. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. All right. Yes, it's a date. <laughs> all right. Uh, I guess until then. We'll talk to all you listeners next week. Oh, oh, also, let's get this in there. 77 and sunny tomorrow. Oh, that'll be lovely. Um, it'll be lovely. I almost wish I was on the golf course. <laughs> um, next week, we are going to start something new. We are going to have a recap pod and a picks pod. So we're going to be putting out two pods in a week. Um, the recap pod is supposed to be out most weeks on Monday. Next week, what we're going to do in the pod – to recap is going to be a recap and a preview of the Big Ten. Okay. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. And then the week after that will be a recap and a preview of the Pac-12, and we'll kind of move is the on. the Big Ten back next week? I think it's in two weeks. Maybe maybe we'll hold off. Maybe next week will be a recap and something else, and then – Yeah. But the Mondays will be weekend recap plus some storylines, and then we'll just have a picks-only pod because, as you saw this week, we just – Yeah, we, we just we're going over. We, we, you know, we, we know too much. We do, we, and we love to break down every game. Um, All right, so stay tuned for that. But uh, until then, I guess we'll talk to you uh, next week. Yep.